Well, hello, everybody. Um, <laughs> welcome to this very special episode of the wraparound because today we're going to be focusing mainly on the round two matchups of the Stanley Cup playoffs. As we all know, something's happened in game seven between the Leafs and the Habs, which we'll be discussing a little bit later on. Um, so please stay tuned for that because I know that Alessia will have a lot to say and I know for a fact that Grace will have a lot to say as well. <laughs> wraparound with Grace, Alessia, and Marjorie. But before we get up to that crazy hot mess that's probably going to be in a little bit soon, in a minute or two, um, we're going to start off with the new matchups in the East. Or the new matchup, I should say. So the new matchup right now in the East Division is between the Boston Bruins and the New York Islanders, which is pretty much what we predicted the last show that, uh, like what we thought was going to be the matchup. And currently the series is tied 1-1. So give me, you know, like your thoughts on what you guys think about this series so far. Um, well, like you said, we kind of both predicted the teams that would be going through. So this matchup was kind of like what we had seen coming in the first game it wasn't too tight of a game Boston won 5-2 and like me and Marjorie mentioned I believe it was the episode that was just us two Boston really looks like a great team and since acquiring Taylor Hall I feel like there's kind of like a new vibe to that team everything's going very cohesive so far in game one Pasternak got a hat trick game two it was a bit more tight Islanders won 4-3 it was a close game they had Islanders had the lead, but Bruins also showed that they can come back, and they did. But the Islanders did win an OT with a goal from Sezikis. So it's going to be a pretty good matchup, but Boston is looking pretty good so far. Yeah, I think I completely agree. I, I mean, if I guess if we're going to predict, I'm going to say the Bruins for now. Um, just because, like, like me and Alessia were talking that day, they just, I don't know, they look really whole. They just look like they're all on the same page. They kind of, you know, they just flow really well together right now. I don't think they have any re really big missteps or miscues when it comes to, you know, passing or, you know, you know, connections on, on goals and scoring and stuff like that. And so um, as much as the Islanders are, you know, a great team and they've been playing actually really, really well as well, I don't know, I think the Bruins have the edge in that series i was also gonna go with the bruins so we're really we're really differentiating ourselves today <laughs> yeah we um, really are but like apart from how skilled both of these teams are i think this is going to be one of the series that's going to stand out as a really physical series and one that we're going to see a lot of where like the physicality really contributes to the outcome of these games so i think that that's something to you know keep an eye out for it won't be a surprise if things get a little bit heated throughout this series. Oh, yeah. I feel like any games really in in those like um, Eastern divisions within the States um, are always like, you know, I was going to say hot and heavy, but that does not sound right. <laughs> that does not sound right. This isn't a Wattpad fanfic, <laughs> yeah, Marjorie. It does not sound right. I guess you can, whatever. Exactly what Grace is saying, just aggressive. <laughs> But okay, moving on, because that was, um, I don't know what I was thinking there. Let's move on to the Central, and we're going to talk about Tampa and Carolina. 
um, basically the exact same thing that um, we, we predicted last time that, I mean, actually with Tampa and Florida, that was a tough one. We really didn't know who was going to win that series because it was actually a really great back and forth. Um, we kind of expected Carolina to win against the Preds. So no surprises there, but yes, Tampa is currently leading the series 1-0. They're playing tonight, the, the night that we are actually recording. So you guys will will know whether or not, you know, Tampa leads 2-0 or Carolina ties. But uh, this is a series that I'm actually really excited for. It's one that I'm going to start watching now that I don't have a, any other team to watch. Um, <laughs> um, um, it's no surprise to you guys that I really like Carolina and I've always kind of been um, a big fan of Carolina. So I'm, ho- I'm hoping that they can kind of get through Tampa here. But I think this is another kind of unpredictable matchup that you really can't say too much who's going to win, I guess maybe people are going to lean more towards Tampa, but I don't know. I feel like Carolina can really give them a hard time in this one. I think this matchup is a really great one, just because when you look at game one, it was 2-1 for Tampa. But when you look at where the goals were scored, two out of the three goals were scored on the power play, which just shows you how strong and how tight the game is going to be 5v5. So that's something to look out for, for sure. I'm I'm the same as... Marjorie, now that I have no happiness left in the world, uh, I'm going to start watching the lightning and hurricanes. And (laughs) I feel like not only is this um, a really great matchup in terms of skill, like Alessia mentioned, but it's also a really great matchup in terms of like heart. Yeah, I think that's why I've always been kind of so attracted towards Carolina, because they're such a fun team. And they always look like they're having like just like the time of their lives playing. And you can really tell because, you know, there's a reason as to why they, they get so far and why they've been playing so well this season. It's because when you have good chemistry and you have good relationships with your, your teammates, it's you're obviously going to perform really well. So <laughs> Grace looks at me with a straight face. But yes, another interesting series and definitely one that I'm going to start watching. But Basically, the theme for this episode is talking about the second round matchups, but we can't get to the North Division matchup without briefly mentioning what happened in Game 7. So, as we all know, Montreal came back being 3-1, down 3-1 in the series, and they won in Game 7, and now they're going to be facing off the Winnipeg Jets. I'm going to preface this by saying, I am not angry anymore. (laughs) Anymore. Anymore. We have to put a really heavy emphasis on the anymore. Um, this is what I kept on telling Grace and I was telling my best friend too that I think I would be more angry if the Leafs lost and uh, even though they were playing amazing but they lost because they were playing bad and I don't feel bad at that necessarily because Montreal really started playing a lot better and they practically beat them in all kind of all aspects they got their power play together you know Price was absolutely unbelievable and I guess we can all kind of agree that he's probably the main reason why the Canadians were able to get to the second round and so just seeing how well you know they came back and they started playing and fighting really hard you know I can't really be that angry as to why the Leafs lost um but that's just that's just how I'm feeling right now. <laughs> I mean, coming coming from me being down 3-1 in the series, especially after game four, I really didn't think we would come back, that the Habs would come back at all. And throughout the series, some of the decisions, or at least Ducharme's decisions, I didn't agree with. But I think both the players and the coach, kind of like you hinted, Marjorie, they kind of settled into the series as it went on. 
So from game five onward, the players in leadership roles stepped up. Ducharme slowly managed his lines very well, one being Dano line against the Matthews line, which worked all series. And, you know, while KK and Caulfield didn't start the series, which I personally didn't agree with because I thought they're two key players to this team, Ducharme slowly put them in positions that they would succeed in when they were in the lineup. So that was huge. And like Marjorie mentioned, Carey Price was incredible. He took it to the next level. It's one of the main reasons they made it on to the second round. But I think game six and seven was a full effort from the Habs. And I'm really, really, like, happy that they proved me wrong and a lot of people wrong. Grace. Yeah, I know you are. I know you're happy. The pain in Grace's voice. That's, okay, that's the thing. I'm not, I'm, I'm like Marjorie. I'm not mad. I actually, I don't care because it's like, whatever, but it's just like exhausting because how many years are they going to do this? And I can totally agree. And this is where I'm going to say it and it sounds harsh, but I don't mean it in a harsh way. In terms of skill, like on paper, Toronto deserved to win. And But I'm not angry because on the ice, they didn't deserve to win. Montreal managed to take a, I'm putting quotes around this, subpar playoff team and advance to the second round because they were able to beat them out in terms of like teamwork and togetherness and the Leafs just didn't have that, which is, it was surprising, but it also wasn't surprising. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see what goes on this summer um clearly there's something going on in the locker room where they just don't um either get it or they just you know they don't prepare themselves well enough um they have so much experience you know in terms of vets and stuff like that and of course people are going to say you know it's obviously hard to have your your captain out in in any scenario but you shouldn't only rely on your captain to constantly be you know cheering up the team and you know boosting up the team because I don't remember seeing one player on that bench when the Leafs were playing so bad you know cheering the guys on and you know getting them pumped up and riled up I don't remember seeing one guy do that on the bench and, and you know that takes a toll on you know performance yeah and I think you know Dubas checked all the boxes yes every single box Mm -hmm. for the Leafs and then you had four other veteran leadership style type guys on this team that could have stepped up when Tavares went out and that's not to say that Spezza didn't because I think he tried yes he did Um, and you know but I think there was a really disappointing effort and here she goes again from Joe Thornton as a veteran team player who could have stepped up for this team and didn't there are two people on that team that nobody should be blaming one of them being Jason Spezza because he actually played really well um and two being Jack Campbell and I saw the video of Jack Campbell talking in the presser and he was really upset with himself and saying how you know the team relies on him and stuff and I'm like Jack you're the only person that shouldn't be angry with themselves please for the love of God he did absolutely everything especially in game six to keep the Leafs alive in order to you know come back and be able to go into OT he had so many unbelievable saves and you know it's just the team in front of him that wasn't able to get the job done um I just one more point and I'm going to speak to Montreal because I think that in this series there was three star players Jack Campbell 
Carrie Price. And drum roll, please, William Nylander. Yes. William Nylander sparked the offense for Toronto in what, four of these seven games? He scored the first goal for the Leafs. And I think that, like, you can't dismiss that. Mm-hmm. And then you also have to raise up Carey Price because, oh, my God. And you guys mm-hmm. touched on yeah. this already, but really, like, I can't, I can't get over it. It's like, there's no way you could hate Carey Price. Like, even as a Leafs fan or any fan in general, <laughs> like, there's no way you can hate Carey Price because he's such an unbelievable goaltender and to think that he's you know obviously what 33 and um obviously most hockey players hit their prime in their late what 20s mid to late 20s um it steam it still seems like he's in his prime it's, it's like unbelievable to think that he can he can be kind of that force in net for a team that you know people you know really downplayed and and um he showed everybody why they shouldn't speak too soon <laughs> I just want to okay this is going to get heavy for a minute and apart from hockey because in the post-game press conferences the media asked Carrie Price about the 215 little ones that were found in Kamloops British Columbia in the residential school in an unmarked grave and as an indigenous person I do want to say that don't do that don't ask players about this kind of trauma because residential schools are a intergenerational trauma and I deal with that trauma. My grandmother was a residential school survivor and so was Carrie Price's grandmother. It, it affects families for generations. And I think, you know, I, I really need to point out that that wasn't okay because it's not indigenous people's jobs to teach others what Canada's history is. Well said. Exactly. Very, very well said. So, no, yeah, no. Thanks for bringing it up. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of all we're gonna say <laughs> with that because I'm gonna give Alessia more of the floor in uh, talking about the matchup that's gonna be going on next, which is now the Winnipeg Jets, obviously versus the Montreal Canadiens. Um, very interesting. I'm interested to see um, how Montreal keeps up with their power play and um, if you know, they can keep it up. And especially after how Winnipeg played against Edmonton. But yes, Alessia, give us your thoughts. I think when I look at the Habs, one thing that needs to be perfect going into the second round is them playing a full 60 minutes. We saw a couple of times during the series that the Habs blew leads where they start off really intense, intense first period, and then they ran out of steam by the third period. And I think that just can't happen with the Jets because they're really deep at every position, like we've mentioned so many times. And like we mentioned, Carey Price has been lights out and he needs to keep up that exceptional play because this round, nothing against Jack Campbell because he was great for the Leafs, but goaltending is going to be stronger with Hellebuck in net. That's for sure. And the Canadians will also have to keep trusting their young players because I feel like when they gave the young players like Caulfield, KK, and Suzuki bigger roles, that's where they sort of took off basically as a team so kind of to put it simply Ducharme needs to keep managing his lines better including not relying heavily on four defensemen and you guys probably know this I would love to see Romanov be given a chance (laughs) in these playoffs (laughs) so let's hope he does get a chance with this team and that's all I'll say yeah I'm excited to see this one too I just seeing how Montreal, you know, has kind of come out of the situation and um, who knows, maybe they'll surprise Winnipeg next. You never know. I am 
sorry i'm just most excited follow alessia on twitter at aless underscore habs for her all capitals (laughs) tyler to fully tweet because that is what i'm most excited to see for the next two weeks her exciting tweets her passive aggressive tweets oh my god her happy tweets her sad tweets it's a roller coaster of emotions it's a roller, when, you, yeah. when you follow Alessia on Twitter, but you guys will love it. So face, so please uh, follow her. Alessia, what's your handle? Tell the world. Aless underscore Habs. There you go. Go ha- go Check follow for out. your Habs uh, content, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but now we're going to move on to the last matchup of these playoffs, which is in the West Division of Vegas Golden Knights versus Colorado Avalanche. As you all know, Colorado absolutely um, killed Vegas in game one and I wrote here in capital letters yikes because it was seven one it was seven one and um you know I I feel like that's not surprising but at the same time I didn't expect them to get blown out like that in the first game Uh, you know seven one it's just the first game and you know that's understandable but still I mean my prediction for this series is that Colorado will will go through because me and Alessia have been talking about this quite a lot as well that Colorado is also a very very great team but um yeah, Grace, what are, what are you feeling right now? I'm feeling like I have to retrace my steps for the past year and figure out what I did that was so bad to anger the hockey gods. Because I'm really not letting, like, what did Alessia do that was so good? <laughs> I said because the Leafs were a good team. She's patching everything. <laughs> the Habs are moving on. Her Stanley Cup pick is killing it. Like, what, 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 what? What did, what is the difference here? I'm I'm thoroughly retracing my steps, <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like I can really speak from a Vegas side that they're tired. Like, does that make sense? They seem tired. Their goaltending is really what kept them in for the first round from from Mark Andre Fleury for the first few games. He had an outstanding save percentage, and then Robin Leonard came in in this past yeah, game it. and yeah. just absolutely. Gave it up. And Marc-Andre Fleury also got worse. Um, But Alessia, you know, tell me things. No, I was going to say the exact same thing in terms of goaltending. I don't know what flipped the switch with Vegas to put in Leonard when Marc-Andre Fleury was having a pretty good series. It just, it kind of like shocked me a bit, to be honest. And when you think of Colorado, they're once again showing how much higher level they're at in terms of other teams this playoffs McKinnon Laniscog had both two goals and Kale McCarr who I talk of so highly all the time he added to the offense with four points that game or no one goal and four assists insane sure which is insane so yeah that team is also killer killer I think you know if my I think ideal final I think would be Boston in Colorado because I feel like that would be like a killer final like in terms of you know just agility and strength and um, also just enjoyment I think that'd be an awesome final but um, wild things can happen in sports and one will never really know but um, yeah Colorado I mean you guys know they're they're my cup favorites and I wait I made a mistake so Kale McCarr one goal three assists for four points so I was right first but I just I really like the avalanche I really like them you guys know (laughs) but I think uh, we all know that 
<laughs> but no, it's a good team to choose, and they, they've been unbelievable. It was upsetting to see them not go so far. Um, obviously last year because they were also your favorites last year. But um, I just, I just want to. I'm looking at the box score for this Vegas Colorado game, the game one, and they are all roughing or misconducts. <laughs> They're all, all of their penalties are roughing penalties or misconducts, and I think. It was Colorado, and they had a nine-minute power play, didn't they? Yeah, I think they did. Yeah. It was so crazy. I saw something. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I take back what I said about the Boston and Islanders series. And if you're looking for physicality, <laughs> turn over to this one. Yeah, and clearly, obviously, um, the Nazem Kadri thing hasn't really, you know, affected them at all. Um, his suspension was obviously upheld, and I think he's going to go through an arbitrator to try to get that settled. But um, I don't think Colorado is really missing him right now, and it'll be okay if he sits out a few more I don't think yeah we mentioned it last episode that obviously Kadri would be a loss to the avalanche but I think they have too deep of a roster to really like kind of use that as an excuse to like let's just say they lose which I don't think they really will a lot this series has the looks of it but they're too deep of a roster to be like that's a huge loss for them they have a lot of other great players so well said well said but um yeah so Quick little overview. We are predicting that Boston will win the East. Um, what do we say for Central Tampa? I'm going Carolina. I want to go Carolina too. You know what? Like, I want to go Carolina too. I think we've seen enough of uh, Carolina. Tampa. Okay, yeah. Okay, let's go Carolina with okay. with the North. Oh, okay. As much as I love you, Alessia, I have to say Winnipeg right now, just because I think they're a little bit more put together, but you know, that means nothing because of course the Leafs were like that too, but I'm going to say Winnipeg for now. I could eat my words later on. Yeah. I really did like fall asleep thinking about this last night. Um, and I was like, okay, the Jets and the Habs, what's going to go down here? And I feel like it could either go two ways. The most kind of obvious way is that the, the Jets are going to go on. Mm-hmm. and But the way that I, I'm going to go with the Habs. I'm going to, I'm going to go with the Habs. I hate my life. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to jinx anything. So, okay. Fair enough. Me and, me and Grace are split half, half for that one. But you guys made both really good points. So. <laughs> That's all I'll say. I'm going to be like Marjorie last episode. I don't want to jinx anything. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to say anything. anything. I'm not going to talk. That's all I'm going to say. But in the West, I think the most obvious answer for us is probably Colorado. Even though Grace's heart is with Vegas, I think she knows that it's probably. No, I think it's going to be Colorado. Yeah, exactly. And I think after game one, they should go back with Flurry. Hopefully. Hopefully For Grace's sanity. Oh, absolutely. For Grace's sanity. don't. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Just throw away the series. Just don't even watch it. Just throw away the whole Stanley Cup playoffs. Like, I'm done. I'm over it. If they don't put Flurry back in for game two, I'm finished. You won't see me next week. <laughs> see you later. But, okay. So, yeah, that was our quick little, I guess, run through through that second round. Hopefully next week we'll have, a, obviously, a lot more games played, and then we can talk about it a bit more and kind of give our predictions for round two for round three for the conference finals i guess you could call it round three if you wanted to um 
That's what Sportsnet's calling it. So I think we go with round three. Round three? Okay. Good. Round three. I thought I made that up in my head for whatever reason. I was like, do they call it round three? Because you don't call the finals round four, do you? Technically, no, it's but round four, should. but you don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, usually the third round is the conference finals. See, that's what I was saying. Conference right. finals. It just, I, whatever. You guys know what I mean <laughs> out there. But as always, I end off the episode by asking Alessia and Grace a question. And now my question for you guys is, who is your top performer of the playoffs so far? And Grace, I feel like I know who your pick is just by looking at your face. So tell me. You know, I think that if you compared this episode to the radio show or one of our first podcast episodes, you'd see my immense growth as a person. <laughs> because my top performer of the playoffs so far is Carrie Price. I knew it. <laughs> That's mine too. Yeah, I would have to agree. You know, how could it not be? I mean, uh, all the pretty all the series were pretty much, I guess, kind of decided in the first few games and you know, nothing unpredictable really happened. Um this was the only series where it was kind of a really big upset in terms of, you know, um, you know, how the teams performed in the regular season. Was it? Was it upsetting, Marjorie? <laughs> um, but yes, Carey Price, you know, he was the man. And I, I hope he continues being that guy for them in, in the second round. I really do. But yes, <laughs> I'm trying to be as neutral as possible. So we're not fighting on this show today. Okay, please. Come on. We have to keep I feel bad for you guys. I came in here with a caffeine fueled rage. So I'm impressed that I've gotten this far without like blowing a vein or something. We have to keep this group together, please. But yes, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. <sighs> you know, lots of different things from, from last week, but, um, you know, stay tuned, keep in touch with us. Let us know your thoughts about, you know, the second round, um, who your favorites are, get in touch with us, talk to us, and then... Maybe next week uh, we'll see if Alessia is upset or happy <laughs> with how things are going. Maybe, maybe it'll be her turn, but I hope not. I wouldn't inflict that pain on anybody. Can you imagine the three of us just miserably covering the rest of the Stanley Cup playoffs? <laughs> I mean, that was us last year. <laughs> but yes, thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>